0: this is betql daily presented by fanduel sportsbook with the joes joe ostrowski i'm
1: picking one let's go with wade jr wade jr plus 700 to hit a home run all 14 bombs this year off right-handed pitching
0: wade may have done even better he just demolished that it's gone up over the 20-foot wall out in deep right center field and Joe Giglio. We're going to the Field of Dreams tonight. Andrew Heaney on the mound for the Yankees. He stinks. I mean, I know he got some strikeouts, but like he just throws that flat slider over the plate, and righties just crushed it. He is allowing a 43% fly ball rate this year. 43%. You get some of those righties for the White Sox to put the ball in the air. It's going over the wall. The best value is on Eloy, plus 380. Two on, two out, and here's one down the right field line the wall it is gone and right on cue jimenez goes the opposite way a three-run shot and the white Sox are back on top from betql
1: what a night for the show welcome in it's friday on betql daily here for the next three hours follow us on twitter At BetQL Daily in 20 minutes, we'll check in with Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger at 1120 Eastern. Matthew Friedman from FTN Bets. He says he already has too much action down on week one of the preseason. And uh, we've got some news, got some information, some live movement on those week one games. Three more tonight, 10 tomorrow, one on Sunday. Going to be fun. Full MLB card to go over. We will preview the Pac-12 and some other fun. Land coming up joji what's the lead here man our bets uh the field of dreams game overall or your team participating in a fake game
0: well i watched the fake game but i i was locked in in the field of dreams that was pretty cool i thought baseball did a good job last night with that 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 and then, look they got lucky because it became a dramatic ending and they could have a walk-off home run but i i thought baseball did a good job i mean but the biggest lead of course is i mean we we had all Us. the props last night come on Us. like we're making people money here i mean that. Us. Lamont Wade Jr. Boom plus seven hundred. <laughs> I was listening to the game at that point before I I um I was getting ready to go to bed and I was like, all right, Giants are up four nothing, whatever. They probably gonna beat the Rockies. And then I saw Wade get up and I I, I heard it. I was like, oh wow, I, is, <laughs> the the call was great. I was like, he got it. And then earlier Eloy. so we hit a three eighty and a plus seven hundred last night. Pretty good. Ah, uh, there are some people checking in on Twitter that tailed the Wade Junior play.
1: They said they shopped around. They found a plus eight fifty for Wade. Wow! Every time there's a righty in, he's going to be locked in at the top of the lineup. I feel like yep. I need I need to bet it every time. My goodness, if it's a if it's a price like that, okay. So you hit Aloy. I mentioned it. I didn't make it a lightning bet, but I did say it on the score on Bernstein and Rahimi when it, when I was on uh, early afternoon. So, you know, Abreu, three for 10 against Heaney, three home runs, boom. Is there any better feeling than just not only hitting a bet, but you could find Abreu at plus 330 at some spots, knocking out that home run prop in the first inning. I think the Wade was in the fourth inning. You're actually uh, how I found out by getting that text from you, the screenshot of the Wade homer.
0: Yeah, it's funny. So I've noticed, because um, FanDuel, sometimes they'll ask people if you, they want to bet, right? And they'll, they'll like a retweet or share the winning bet slip. And mm-hmm. I've noticed a lot of people lately are, are like parlaying home runs, which is like, in a sense, kind of crazy. It's hard to hit those. Mm-hmm. But man, if you could hit a few and I and I now I imagine anyone that's parlaying home run props show their listeners to Beck UL daily. I mean, who else would do that? It's got to be it's got to be this show. OK, so I was a Brandon Belt home run
1: away from the Belt Wade prop which would have been a 47 to one ticket. Dude, that's,
0: that'd be a lot. That'd be really really. And they actually, the Giants hit around Marquez. So you had a chance, but it was uh it was Wade that took you home last night.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I had some people sending me pictures uh, last night of some of those same game parlays. Uh, here's one that, that was sent to me. Aloy Homer, Tim Anderson, two plus hits judge Homer. That was 53 to one. That's a winner is what that is. Yeah. $25, won uh, thirteen sixty-five dollars on FanDuel Sportsbook. Good That's for them. Nice. That's awesome. Hey, high-profile game, why not? Why not throw a little something down in the same game parlay? And not everything has to be, quote, positive EV or any of that stuff. Uh, let's talk about the Field of Dreams game. I, I was surprised. Um, I kind of mentioned yesterday, like, I'm sick of hearing about it. Let's play this game already. We suspended it for an entire year. Like, okay. Can we stop having the debates? Even though I, I like to troll people and say rookie of the year was better. Angels in the outfield was a better movie. And I'll even throw the fan out there with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes. Well,
0: let me, put a little, little, <laughs> I think little, little big league is the best of all of them. I love I, little big league. Uh,
1: I lions beat guy. I'm blanking on his name right now. One of the best tweets I saw yesterday. He says, I will not rest until they play a football game at the sight of little giants. <laughs> Giants Cowboys opening <laughs> game next year. We got to have it. We are quite as romantic about football as we are baseball. It may not be the most popular sport anymore, but so many takeaways. We'll get, of course, to the game. <laughs> what a finish! What a walk off! I'm ready for the White Sox to just blow this. Uh, teams are get, uh, the, the fans are uh, going crazy here. But it was awesome to have Costner there. That was a cool angle, and he was into it. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was he wasn't Kevin Costner, I don't think. He was playing the character. The entire time from the start, like from yeah. the pregame
0: stuff all the way till he walked he, like he was soaking it in on the field, he was he was into it.
1: And and I'm one of the first people, you give me a reason. I will rip Manford, I will rip them. Whoever was behind this, and it had to be a number of people, they nailed everything. And with two preseason NFL games, NFL Network was carrying one of them, so I could have watched it. I was just captivated. I was locked in on this game, and I saw some others making the same comment. Like, "Hey, I'm not the biggest baseball person, but I am locked in. I'm not going anywhere." And that thing was almost four hours long, and people were not leaving. I saw uh, a note that they made more on that TV broadcast than any regular season game ever.
0: And it makes sense. You know what? Yeah. The, the the Manford thing, and usually everything Manford touches goes goes to crap, right? He every mm-hmm. I mean, every idea he has usually is a bad one. Last night was the epitome of a broken clock is right twice a day. He was right; they hit that. That was a home run. I mean, literally, figuratively, that. I was I was getting messages last night of people like I haven't watched a full baseball game like that in years, other than maybe a playoff game or a World Series like that. It had that kind of feel. And you know what, Joe? Baseball never seems to capture the moment during the regular season, right? It's a regional game. You'll watch your team, but nationally, it doesn't capture anyone during the regular season. You have to wait till October, opening day in October, maybe the All Star game sometimes. Or the Home Run Derby. But nothing in between. This was like a rare night in the middle of August. Like, people are going to watch baseball. That's good for the game.
1: I'm not the biggest hockey guy, but the games outside were cool. Uh, NHL went too far with it. Mm -hmm. It was going on six, seven, eight times a year. Do this once a year. It's a big event. And... Um, I don't know if it was officially announced, but David Ross let it slip in a press conference the other day that they're going to be doing that against the Cardinals next year. So this is already locked in. They knew this was going to be a big success. Big success.
0: Look, how, how impressed were you with those corn stalks, man? It was awesome. beautiful. They did everything right. It, the White Sox being there for the first one is is perfect, right? The the, the White Sox shoeless Joe and all that from the movie, but Cubs Cardinals in a cornfield. That, that's. Like, you can't get a better matchup than That's that. That'll good. work. That'll be good.
1: Tim Anderson, 15th White Sox walk-off against the Yankees. Do you know the first?
0: Yeah, I saw it.
1: it was Unbelievable.
0: Shoeless Joe
1: Jackson. That's Ninth- pretty cool. In 1919, yeah. it was wild. Uh, home run. What else can you say? Grand slam by Major League Baseball there. Can't wait to see the next one. Okay, Lance Lynn. I've been making the case over the last couple of days, this guy just doesn't throw enough innings. When you look up... Uh, the numbers for the leaders in the American League categories, he doesn't pop up because he doesn't qualify. He doesn't throw enough innings. It's five to six every single game. Well, usually I should say six, maybe six plus, but last night it was five. He had a chance to really run away with the AL Cy Young Award. Uh, Garrett Cole did an in-game interview. Boone said it earlier in the day, and Cole confirmed it last night. They're hoping he's back in the rotation early next week, meaning a few days from now after this series wraps up. So, um, man, I think Cole's a pretty good bet if you're in that plus three fifty, some spots plus four hundred area.
0: Yeah, there's no question. Uh, I mean, I thought Lynn was only okay last night, kind of off early, um, and then the Yankees obviously got to him. Only went five plus four for any. I mean, that was not four runs. That was not a performance last night. Like, oh wow, I just watched the Cy Young Award winner. Now he's still the favorite, so pretty significant favorite at, at the moment minus two twenty on FanDuel. So I was starting to look a little bit earlier to see if the change in the pitching rotation for the White Sox changed his trajectory at all, right? Because, you know, you you change one day, it could change your opponents. From what I could tell, it lines him up for an extra start against the Blue Jays, a couple other good offenses, just kind of the way his days change. Not good news if you're you're, uh, all in on a Lance Lynn ticket right now. He could lose this thing.
1: Well, right now, it's going to be interesting. There's a debate on whether or not to sit Keuchel, and he's probably not a playoff guy with the way he's throwing right now. So all of that could easily flip. You know how these how these different managers handle it uh, v- very late in the season as they're trying to get the guys rest rampi- ramping up for the postseason. They're going to have their spot. The question is, which seed are they going to be? But, uh, yeah, what was its it eight homers in that game last night? Yeah, each team had yeah. four. Judge hit two. Uh, entertaining game that also helped uh, help the experience not a great experience I was doing a lot of work uh, in the office every time I looked up I was just like is this Cubs game ever going to end that was a horrendous experience so is uh, every Cubs viewing it Uh, unless you're just fading them what do you know we nail all these home run props but the show bet Woodruff didn't come close on the K prop
0: only three innings yesterday (laughs)
1: Yeah. Oh, his pitch count was extremely high. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're not going to get eight strikeouts. I mean, I know the Cubs strike out a lot. You're not going to get eight <laughs> strikeouts at three. Maybe Corbin Burns could do that. that. That's about it, though. I was doing the mental gymnastics. I'm like, okay, maybe if he could strike out the side here. Like, what are we asking
1: for? Here, strike out the side twice. Then we can get the K prop. That's what we do as betters. Like, yeah. I'm right there. I mean, let me just do this. Okay, Philly uh your Phillies won they won a game against the Dodgers two to one Mets sweep the double dip against the Nats Braves lose to the Reds so the Braves are one game back Mets a half game back you guys are hanging on
0: yeah this is I mean this these three teams it, they're I think by the end of the year every, whatever fan base has a team that gets in the playoffs their fan base is going to have hated that team for three quarters of the year this it's going to be up and down back and forth the Nationals though look at these schedules whoever gets to play the Nats more that's a I mean, those are free wins. The mm. Nationals right now are a joke. I mean, they they are a terrible. Like they're at the. I, I think they're a bottom five team in baseball right now. That they just. I don't know how they're going to win any games down the stretch. They're bad. Mets swapped them yesterday.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no doubt. Do you happen to know offhand Have you studied the the schedule? Is there one team in the National League East that ends up having more games? I, I
0: looked at it. I'm trying. It's either the, the Phillies don't have many left against the Nats. They just had okay. eight over the last couple of weeks. Um. It's either the Braves or the Mets, but I do know this weekend the Braves are playing them again, so this probably will end up a good weekend for the Braves.
1: Okay, okay, very good. Uh, How about the preseason last night? We had two games, two games. Um, Let's let's hear from the other game, the New England-Washington game. New England covers, if you bet on this game, side or total, it was really dicey in the end.
0: Every young quarterback goes through it.
1: The excitement, the the anticipation, you know, he wants to be so perfect. And I see his preparation is always, you know, pristine. And, you know, that's what I admire about him. You know, being at such a young age, he knows how to prepare and knows when Josh asks quick questions or when a person asks quick questions, he knows how to kind of have answers for it. And uh, everybody's different. Everybody uh, learns different. But for him and today's performance, he's just going to keep getting better. And, uh, you know, we're going to be here for each other along this whole process. And, um, you know, that's what we're here for. Cam Newton after the game. I don't know if he's turning it on for the microphones. And, you know, this going to NFL Network, ESPN, it's going everywhere. What he says about Mac Jones all over the Boston area. But it it just it seemed like, oh, he's. Really acting as a mentor, he's taking this seriously with Mac Jones. That was Cam talking about Mac Jones. Cam played two series; he was four for seven. Mac Jones, we talked about him getting the heavy workload. He did thirteen for nineteen in the game, eighty-seven yards, uh, five drives in all. Three were punts, two were field goals.
0: He looked pretty good. Like when I watched the highlights, it saw some of the game. Like it looked, he didn't look overwhelmed. It, you know what it was? It was the Mac Jones who watched at Alabama, very accurate. Gets the ball out. He's not going to wow you, but guess what? He's probably going to complete a lot of passes in the NFL, and if they block for him, he could probably win a lot of football games down the line in in New England with, with Bill Belichick.
1: Steven Montez was the quarterback that got most of the work for the football team, and it was dicey because uh, Washington, with a minute and a half left, they went for the two-point conversion, which would have tied it. It sounded like a push would have been a mess uh, for the bookmaker. So in the end, New England covers the two. That's where it closed. And it goes under 37. But if you got this number early and you bet the over, you could have middled the thing. You get under late, over early. Right.
0: Yeah. You know what? These games – both both games yesterday barely around the total. The Eagles Eagles Steelers game went slightly over. It was a it was a 37 and 36 and the thirty-six uh, and a half and yeah. it went to 40, right? 24 to 16 was the final.
1: Yeah, they're on it. The dog wins uh, outright Pittsburgh plus one, and they end up winning 24 to 16 takeaways from your Eagles.
0: Uh, Jalen Hurts looked okay. Um, not you know, when he's accurate, he's really accurate, and then he'll miss a couple. But que- watch, the- watch out for the name Quez Watkins. I know people are doing fantasy drafts. Quez Watkins took about a 70-yard screen from Joe Flacco. And he would. you ever see the, the guy in the-, the preseason that's just running past everyone and you're like, man, his speed might be a little different? Quez Watkins, he's fast. He might be a player for the Eagles.
1: I'm assuming you're already good on seeing more Joe Flacco, but you have a few more games coming up. Yeah, I'm, some- I'm,
0: <laughs> I've seen enough.
1: I've, I've seen plenty. Uh, coming up next, we're going to break down the NFL. What has Brian Baldinger seen in all the camps that he's been at? Uh, we're going to talk about that next. Insider Calls presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Baldy's next. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.